Salutations, boys and ghouls. Welcome to the Halloween is forever minis. <laughs> that was a mistake. I immediately regret doing that. I ran out of breath. I'm very we will, sweaty. We will I'm get very, there. Yeah, I'm very sweaty in this closet, but we're gonna we're gonna press on here. Um, welcome everyone to Halloween is forever and uh, our next mini sewed uh, for the week jumping out with a little bit different topic if you remember the last two topics made you want to lay in traffic uh, we talked about uh, the strange thing about the Johnsons which Meg inflicted upon us and then we self-inflicted talked about uh, the George A. Romero uh, previously lost film uh, 1973's The Amusement Park which was really fun to talk about and actually a super interesting movie but again very depressing very depressing so we were talking about what we wanted to discuss in this week's mini-sode, and we thought, you know what, let's do a little palate cleanser. Um, and then, uh, you know, let's also get an opportunity to to learn a little bit about our illustrious hosts as well and their personal preferences and their experiences and the things that made them um, the, the mutant <laughs> bastards that they are uh, today. So um, without further ado, today's mini-sode topic is going to be favorite theater memories. You guys excited about this? Yes. Yeah, we, we thought it would be yes. like, yeah, it would be like, you know, listen, the world's opening back up, right? Slowly but surely. Uh, people are out coughing in each other's faces again, sticking their hands in, you know, sticky buckets of, uh, of various snacks uh, while they sit at the theater, wiping their hands on the seats, doing all the gross things they used to do. And they're doing it in the movie theater once again, which I personally am pretty excited about. Um, so we thought, you know, what better time to... Uh, to talk about our favorite theater experiences. Um, have either of you been back in the theater since they've opened back up or since things are starting to open back up kind of kind of post COVID here for, for those of you who are listening, we are, uh, we are in uh, June. Uh, so things are kind of opening back up. Have you guys been out? No, no, <laughs> no, me neither. Me neither. No. You know, it's funny. Actually last, so last week uh, was my first like, work travel getting back i hadn't been on an airplane in like a year and a half so it was the first time like go traveling anywhere like longer distance for work and i was in indianapolis and i said i'm gonna go to see a movie like it's gonna be awesome you know by myself i don't have to you know worry about you know what the kids want to see or whatever i'm gonna go out i'm gonna see a movie i'm probably a little schnoond and then i'm gonna go to the theater it's gonna be rad and then i looked at what was playing and i was like I, I do kind of want to see Godzilla versus Kong, but not really in the mood. And do I really want my first theater experience back after the pandemic to be Quiet Place 2? And the answer, <laughs> the, the answer is no. Um, I, I listen, I wasn't a big fan of the first one. I, I, I probably will see the second one. But like I, like I said, it's I, this is going to be a joyous occasion getting back into the theater after a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Should have went with Godzilla vs. Kong. I should that, have. I, <laughs> it, is such a, it is such a theater movie. It is so loud and stupid and fun. Yeah, see, that was the thing is like, I love that kind of stuff if I'm in the right mood. Mm -hmm. um, like I, I'm not a huge fan of, of the, you know, big explosion type Michael Bay or even like Marvel universe type, you know, Zack Schneider. Like that's not really okay. my cup of tea. I mean, I'll watch them, but they're not, I have to be in the right mood. And I, right. and I wasn't, here's what I ended up being in the, in the mood for, which I'm very excited. I did. I started Googling around. I was in downtown Indianapolis and I saw there was a, um, a tiki bar that had like sushi and stuff up the road. So I'm like, ah, okay, we'll just do that low key. And as I'm walking, I uh, pass a arcade bar, went inside, oh. ordered a beer, started playing Zombies Ate My Neighbors on SNES, <laughs> and never left until like 1 a.m. Uh, 
I, I ended up like randomly making friends playing Zombies Ate My Neighbors with this group of other just like insufferable nerd dudes who were all there. And they started playing this game called um, Killer Queen. It was this big like eight person arcade game. Mm. It was super fun. Never even heard of it. They were like, get over here. I'm teaching you how to play, you know, and they kind of, uh, you know, were showing me how to play and got really into it and drank a bunch of beers. And uh, it actually ended up being being a blast. But I do want to see I do want to see Godzilla versus Kong because I've heard good things. And I and I love like I love those franchises. I, 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 I'm not a diehard kaiju guy, but I do like a lot of those movies. And uh, yeah, maybe I should have done that. I don't know. We'll do next time. Next yeah. time. <laughs> eh. Finding an arcade bar is always fun too. Those, yeah. are, those are not every city has one, but like the ones that do. Like yeah. uh, there's a there's a great one in Chicago that I love called Emporium. Mm. I've been to Emporium. That place is rad. I used to be in go to Chicago all the time for work. Yeah, yeah. Emporium rolls. There's an um, awesome one in Nashville um, called I want to say Eight Bit. Maybe yes. I'm saying the wrong. I name. was Could trying to remember because yeah. I feel like I when I was in Nashville for CBC. Yeah. Yeah, my, is definitely my brother familiar. lives down there and we pumped so many fucking quarters into the, <laughs> the four player like Pac-Man table, you know, where you mm-hmm. all kind of go around it and just oh, so much fun. And uh, and also my cousin and I uh, just jammed a bunch of quarters in until we beat um, the Simpsons uh, arcade yeah. game as well. Just <laughs> yeah. a little, little nostalgia, little little forty dollar nostalgia. <laughs> we just pumped all the quarters in. Um, and smash some buttons. It was super fun. But well, before we get into our theater memories, uh, as always, any any beers, any any beverages in front of you that you want to talk about? Because I was such a shitbag oh, on the last you... episode. <laughs> okay, all right. I stepped Let's... up my game tonight, guys. Uh, that was the question. I knew if you were going up or down. <laughs> I'm going uh. up. I think I'm going up. I am drinking Hidden Hand, a black lager by Wayfinder. And I feel like, though, I keep drinking Wayfinder beers on our on our shows yeah. because I love them so much. I yeah, genuinely... that's notch brewing for me. Like, you, yeah, yeah I, I'm most of the time trying to find something that's not notch brewing, uh, not because they're not incredible. Uh, they are. But just because, yeah, that's all I feel like I drink. OK, so uh, side plug here. Like, I went on like a Tavor kick during the pandemic and then i ended up with too much beer and i still have too much beer (laughs) but i um knew that wayfinder was actually doing collaboration with red fang the awesome man from portland and they put their beer on tabor so i bought six of them which was the max but then i had also previously bought a box from um this guy who does a video series called uh, Six Most Metal Breweries. And so he's teaming up with Knot Fest, which is basically Slipknot's like yearly festival. Oh, and cool. so he's, but he's doing like a beer box with all these breweries that are doing like really cool metal collaborations or just like metal vibes. And Red Fang's, the Red Fang Wayfinder beers in there too. So I have all of these things coming and it's a malt liquor. So I have all the malt liquor that I get to drink this summer. Oh, nice. shit. And I'm very excited. <laughs> the only thing about getting beers delivered in the summertime, you got to grab them before they're sitting out in the porch boiling in the sun for a while. Oh, yeah. I, I've had a couple close calls there with, uh, at least, no, you have to, you have to sign for it, right? In Pennsylvania. So there's no, no, no concerns about that, yeah. right? I mean, Hopefully. as long as UPS doesn't try to send it back again. You know, <laughs> and then sitting on their truck, a thousand degree <laughs> truck for a while, but shaking yeah. it up, punching them. I think they're just angry. They punch the box. <laughs> they're just punching your beers. <laughs> I'm just going to put it. I'm going to special request a, a sticker on my next delivery that says, do not punch. Don't punch this. <laughs> do not punch. Please. Yeah. I'll this mail it bri- to you first. This, I'm just going to have them write, this is bricks. So they don't <laughs> Please punch. Please <no>. do. <laughs> what, what are you drinking, Steve? I am going a little basic, but it's something I love, but it's a twist on something I love. I found some of the Guinness uh, Nitro cold mm-hmm. brew. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, I love Guinness. I, nice. I, I've always loved Guinness. I have a couple of those cans. Yeah. yeah I always love Guinness. And they, they, they brought the widget back. It's the widget in the can. Oh, doing the spin. <laughs> Everyone did that where they bought it, they drank one, and then they cut the can open with scissors so they could see what the widget looks like. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm always a sucker for a for a for a well. I'm not. I, I'm not uh, as as a former bartender and still occasional bartender. Um, there's nothing I hate more than somebody who is 
nauseatingly specific or way too serious about their Guinness pour. Like mm-hmm. they, bought, they bought into the marketing so fucking hard um, that they're like, no, you didn't let it sit for 17.5 seconds before Ugh. you did this. And like, I've had people send beers back and just be so obnoxious about that. So I'm not, I'm not that type of person, but I do respect uh, and appreciate a well poured and fresh uh, fresh Guinness from 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 nice clean tap lines. Can we do mm-hmm. like the Draft opposite lines. sticker from these packages and say, "Please punch, <laughs> like, <laughs> please punch <laughs> this. on the people, the people." It, is what it's yeah, <laughs> just just put it on their on their check and just say, this is this is for your lapel. Uh, okay to punch. <laughs> yeah. Okay to punch. You must be punched. Um, yeah, right on. I, I'm doing a little. Uh, New Trail uh, Brewing uh, Broken Heels IPA. Um, so your, I just turned into the Swedish <laughs> chef. Your norp, your norp, your norp, your Usually not. I take offense or, to that. <laughs> normally. Are you Swedish? Is I'm that, so Swedish. My last name is Seastead. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, guess I should have known that. Uh, normally not my uh, cup of tea. You know, the hazy IPA is not something I drink a ton of, um, but but a friend uh, gave me one of these and we were drinking them at uh, at his house last weekend and I was really digging them. So I brought a couple home and was feeling feeling something, something a little dank. Uh, so so went in this direction. I'm, I'm digging it, especially in my in my sweaty, angry little closet. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's angry room. <laughs> there's just there's just a bunch of like yes, mad faces ridden in lipstick all over the walls. I just love like like uh, there's I definitely can't remember exactly the movies but like I love when uh, you know you find in the closet there's like this hidden message I just hope that you do for your daughters like you just start writing <laughs> hidden messages for oh, them yeah. and like, then fuck with them behind a panel like I'm gonna take out the shelf and behind the shelf I'm gonna write like yeah uh, something just horrifying that they can find ten years later written in blood yeah. <laughs> Or do it for the next homeowner, whichever. Yeah. Either one. Right. Yeah, yeah, we had that in my parents' house. I never. I mean, it's still there. If you walk into my parents' basement and they have a they have a, a crawl space, um, you know where they where they just put all like my old Ninja Turtles. I think is the only thing that's in there from when I was a child. Um, and uh, on the you can see the underside of the stairs going up to you know the second floor in the house and written in like chalk i guess it is i don't know it looks like chalk super squirrel exclamation point <laughs> it's been written there for 36 years um i don't know why i've looked at it a hundred times and i'll never know uh why why this cryptic message super squirrel <laughs> is written on the uh on the wall but i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave a super squirrel for somebody that's what nice. I do. <laughs> nice. um, well, cool. Uh, let's jump into uh, some of these some of these theater memories. Um, these can be ones from childhood. They can be, you know, obviously spooky, spooky, ooky, uh, horror themed potentially. But you know, not a lot of guardrails here. Let's just get let's just get fun with it, you guys. Um, so. Uh, could be something from childhood. Could be a little bit more memorable. It's just something that was that was a memorable uh, uh, theater experience in your life. Does anybody feel like they want to go first? No, I've got two. <laughs> All right, no hard pass. No. Hard no. <laughs> then, yeah. Steve, I've got, let's hear yours. I, I, I got two. I'll let you pick which one I start with, though. Okay. Um. So I have just like my my first kind of memory of like a really good horror movie that I saw. And then I also have the story of when I went to the land of the dead premiere in Pittsburgh. Uh, let's do the really good horror movie first. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So like growing up, I wasn't, I had, I don't know. My parents had a weird relationship with like R rated movies. So like they didn't let me go to R rated movies in theaters, but we could watch them at home. Yeah. Okay. It, it, I, and I guess it's like partly control of the video because they would always send me out of the room for nudity. Yeah. You know, but also like, I don't know. I was a little bit bitch made as a kid. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so if it got too scary and I freaked out, I would make them, I probably would have made them leave the theater and they just knew not to even get into that situation. Yeah, they didn't want to have that embarrassing situation <laughs> right. where they have to like, yeah, someone's like spraying their child with a fire extinguisher because they're freaking out <laughs> yeah. in the theaters. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I guess they avoided that altogether. But so 
I didn't see a whole lot of horror movies in theaters growing up. It wasn't until like high school that I started seeing you know horror movies. But at that point, you know, we're talking uh, late '90s, early 2000s. There wasn't mm. a whole lot going into theaters. Mm-hmm. So the first one that I remember being a really good theater experience was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Oh yeah, yeah. With uh, with Arlie Ermey and uh, yeah, uh, who was the big guy? Was it Gunnar Hansen that played uh, Leatherface? He was the original Leatherface. He was the original. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was like Andrew. was it like a last wrestler name. or something? Or wasn't he? A, he was an athlete or a wrestler of some sort. Am I getting it mixed up? I think you're getting it mixed up because you're thinking you're thinking of the Halloween oh, remake. Yes, I'm thinking of there was a wrestler in the Rob Zombie Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that yeah, guy right. was like six ten. He also played Sabretooth and X Men. Yeah, but yep. uh, but no, uh, it was Andrew Bernowski or something like that. It was a Polish last name. It, yeah, <laughs> we know we know your history with Polish last names. Um, yeah, not good yeah. with them, but. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was one of those going out to the theater with a big group of people. And at that point, even I had been kind of, you know, just like immune to horror movies. Nothing like really scared me or anything. But the people we went with were still very, very vulnerable. (laughs) So, so it was a good theater experience because like the people around me were screaming and freaking out and carrying Mm -hmm. on. I was like, oh, this is a lot of fun because... Usually, I don't get this reaction. Usually, it's just me, like, alone in the dark watching <laughs> awful violence and going, yeah. ah, ah. I remember the first time going to a theater where everyone was screaming and freaking out and going, like, this is fun as hell. This is yeah. not like watching them at home. Yeah, and, and so, like, you know, we were, ta- we were just talking about Godzilla vs. Kong, and, like, I watched, mm-hmm. I've already watched that at home, and I could just tell that I felt like I was missing out. Yeah. Just because of like all how big that movie is. If you saw that movie on a big screen with the big sound system, it's you know probably a hundred times more amazing. So, but that's the other thing is like I've I appreciated seeing Texas Chainsaw on you know the big screen with a big group of people who were susceptible to you know being scared because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't happen a whole lot. The I think the next film I remember seeing with somebody that they were scared in was uh, Insidious. Mm-hmm. Just because it, it had a, like a, that one has a lot of strong jump scares in it. So, yes, yeah, yeah. right on. Yeah, that that that. Um, I remember the first time. I'm actually going to talk about one of the ones. The first. Well, actually, I posted about it already on uh, on the social media. Probably should say that because I almost forgot last episode. Um, if you haven't already, check us out over on the Instagram at uh, at Halloween is forever. I just posted about this topic because I was having a little bit of a stressful day at work and decided to do the old rearrange the v- the, uh, the DVDs <laughs> and VHS tapes as a as a stress reducer, and I uh, I pulled out uh, <laughs> Halloween H two O. And, uh, and posted about that. And that was one of the first horror movies I saw in the theater with my aunt because I was I was two, nine, 98. So I would have been like 13. So uh, I went with a went with an adult and she used to uh, take us to horror movies and stuff like that. And that was the first time I was like, holy shit, people freak out and scream and jump out of their chairs yeah. and do all kind of wild shit in the theaters. And I was like, this is rad. Um, but yeah, so uh, I should probably say uh, at Hallow Forever on Twitter, Halloween's Forever on Facebook. Uh, I think we post all this stuff on there pretty regularly or uh, at Halloween Forever Pod on Gmail uh, if you want to send us a little email. But yeah, we j- I just posted about that and it was funny because a lot of other people I feel like that are kind of our age, like that was one of the first movies they would have saw in the theaters or were like, you know, you're 13, 14, you're kind of old enough to either sneak in or maybe get let in or maybe get somebody older to take you. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so right on. Uh, so so that so what was your um, what was your other uh, uh, your other one you were teasing? What was your other experience? The, the, the other one where I went and saw the Land of the Dead premiere. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So like that was that was like George Romero's big film back. Because right. it was like his first big, big film that he'd done in a while, and he had big stars in it. But it was very, very Pittsburgh for anybody who remem- remembers it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they had a big, giant premiere, and like Quentin Tarantino was there, Robert Rodriguez was there. Oh shit! Wow. Dang. Yeah, uh, I didn't see either of them, but I did run into like 
Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. What? Oh, yeah. Holy shit. That's, that's close. Rad. Yeah. Because they, they did make it. They made an appearance, like a small cameo in the film. Because it was, yeah. you know, I think it was only like two years after Shaun of the Dead. Right. So they weren't yeah. like on top of the world yet, but they were like obviously very, very well known. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're, they're very on their way up. Did you like run into them at the urinal beside them and were like, hey, Yens like movies or no? So... So not them, not them, uh, but I was standing at the urinal and wouldn't you know it in full tuxedo, Tom Savini. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. That's like, not, that's gotta be one of the top three like horror people you want to have. It's like, you know, Savini, like England, you know, yeah. uh, I don't know, John Carpenter, like who the hell right. else do you want to stand there and be pissing beside you in a yeah. tuxedo? That's rad. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, he obviously stood out because everybody who was involved with the film that night was in some sort of tuxedo. And then wow. everybody else is dressed as normal in heavy metal and horror t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah. You've got like a, the thing shirt on and some like khaki shorts and he's right. standing there in a fucking tuxedo. That's funny. Yeah. It's it amazing. It was just hilarious to like, cause, and he also, I'll, I'll also give him this. He had good etiquette in that he kept the spacer, urinal between us <laughs> there you go he, I, he didn't snuggle right up i mean right. i can only it. assume yeah. what guys do at the urinal i'm just like oh yeah no okay what does your penis look like it's you're a, a very famous awkward. guy you're oh, in the yeah. horror movies what does it look like i mean I, i'm here for i would famous. be a terrible dude yeah i'm here for famous dicks they right. say that to him i don't give a shit about this rat shit movie i'm here for the famous dicks what you, what you swinging tom <laughs> <laughs> just swinging Tommy boy. Uh, that's funny. Oh yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, uh, a Meg, a little bit of inside baseball here. Um, it's exactly as awkward as you think it is. Um, so I don't usually, even know how I feel like I live an awkward life, so nothing's awkward. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like at, asking someone about their penis, I'm like, cool, what's this? Tommy. <laughs> what's up? What's up, Tommy? What just, yeah, that's a good icebreaker. Yeah. What's, it's good. what's up, bud? What's your sign? Cut, uncut? What's up? Right. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, that's a fun. That's that's a fantastic. That's a fantastic story. I I'm a glad we one, got but... to like do a sidebar there because that was immediately where my mind went to when you guys yeah. brought up being even a year old. Like, penis. what's Tom Savini's dick look like? I <laughs> right. I honestly, and and this is actually very apropos too because, and you know the feedback from the initial episodes and things we we're getting is like most of the feedback was not enough dick talk. That oh, was okay. like one of the primary Good bits of feedback. You know, that that's what I'm here for. Yeah, I'm here for you. So, um, yeah, we talked about sleepaway camp in the very first episode, and then we've been just completely devoid of dicks since then. We could have talked about it on the, um, uh, this is the Johnson movie. I know. (laughs) Yeah. We were very sheepish about the topic on that for good reason. Yeah. Um, but, uh, cool. Steve, anything else about your, uh, your theater experiences? No, no. I mean, those are the two that definitely stick out in my mind. Other than that, like... I mean, you asked, have I had I been back in the theater? And honestly, I haven't been back in. It's only those big tentpole movies that draw me back in anymore. You know, yeah. like the like the Avengers and stuff. Like, you know, a lot of we've gotten to the point where just home systems are good enough that I don't need to share a theater with people. And most of the people I hang out with aren't into horror movies, and they're not going to get scared. So. It, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't get the same experiences anymore. So yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty fine just watching it at home. Yeah, I, I do a lot of, uh, like I said, because I travel for work quite a bit. So I watch most of them when I'm on the road by myself. Because my mm-hmm. wife's a great, Kate's a great sport, and she went and saw Halloween 2018 when it came out. Because I'm a huge fan of that franchise, so that was a super, um, that was a super fun one. And she was into it, and she, you know, but they're, they're still because. She doesn't watch a ton. She watches a ton of them because I do, right? Because she's mm-hmm. a good sport. Um, but otherwise, like, I don't necessarily... That's not one she would go and watch otherwise, yeah. right? Mm. So, but, yeah. Cool. Well, I'll jump in because I think I already prefaced this episode that, you know, I, I definitely, I think, lived a very sheltered life, especially when it came to horror movies. But as we were talking, I 
I remember, so I grew up in Western New York where really nothing happened. Though the fun thing about growing up in Western New York is everyone ended up in Pittsburgh. And I know so many people from (laughs) Western New York, Western, like Northwestern Pennsylvania, like, you know, but, uh, they, so like, but I, what I love about where I grew up is that they always tried to like bring art to our community, like whether it was music, whether it was movies, whether it was shows, um, like even to the point, literally a town that, uh, had 30,000 people would get the Banff film festival, which oh, wow. like, that's wild. That's oh, nice. wild. So, um, I remember there was a summer that they wanted to do these like outdoor movies that was across the street from this theater that did that festival. And, um, like they would play movies. Like they definitely did Rocky Horror Picture Show, which was one of the first times I ever watched that movie. We watched Barbarella, we watched Blazing Saddles. And like, I think that's one of those things that, um, really stands out to me. Cause I mean, other than that, you know, drive-ins are really cool. I kind of like, I actually went to the drive-in, for the first time in probably a decade, maybe like a year and a half, a year and a half ago, maybe. And that was amazing. But yeah, going back to these, yeah, it, these movies that were outdoors, they would basically project onto one of the walls. Like, in, so we were downtown and it was on a parking garage and they would project the movie onto one of the walls that was like near the parking garage. And it was just like a bunch of us just hanging out. Um, probably smoking cigarettes uh, when we were too young to probably smoke cigarettes. Clothes. They were clothes, weren't they? I they definitely, I definitely had a clove phase, and I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just remember that time. It was just so much fun, and to think about that period because like nothing fucking mattered, and we got to watch these really cool fucking movies. And I think as quick as that synopsis was, yeah, like getting to see like Rocky horror in that scenario and even Barbarella in that scenario. Like, I don't know. It's it just cool and memorable. Yeah. I, I remember the first, I, I have been a big Rocky horror fan for a long time. And, uh, but I went to my first midnight showing with, you know, the diehard fans who memorize all the lines and throw stuff at the screen and do all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, just a just a few well, just a few years ago, Kate and I went and it was the same thing. And so they even did the thing with like, you know, are there any virgins in the audience and <laughs> yeah. you know, who have yeah. never been for a midnight showing and, and Kate and I were and they made us line up against the back wall and put our hands up against the wall and paddled us and stuff. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was wild. That's it was amazing. It was super fun. And, and so we've fun. we've went, you know, multiple times since then and yeah people have the whole movie memorized word for word yeah. right and i thought i knew the movie but like not anywhere close to as you know these these people are really hardcore and see it like probably once a month in the theater so um yeah it was it's uh that's one of my favorites i fucking love watching that movie in the theater yeah did you uh, what theater did you go to was it the like in the was it the one in dormont or no, it was, it was the Strand in Zillionopal. Oh, okay. So it's this little tiny independent, like one screen. They do like plays and musical acts and then and they have a screen, you know, they have one screen. And it, and the whole place probably only seats, oh, I'm terrible at like spatial reasoning, um, <laughs> like maybe a few hundred people. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's a small little like auditorium style, uh, sc- you know, screen. Um, yeah, it was super fun though. And they also um, have like, they now have like refreshments there. So obviously you can buy peanuts and popcorn and candy and all that stuff. But now you can buy beer too. Mm-hmm. And like shoe brew, which is a local brewery, you know, uh, of ours is nearby shoe brew beers are in there. You can also buy like banquets for like two bucks, <laughs> you know, and stuff like yeah, that. So you go in, like drink a bunch of beers and just like, you know, support this local, like I wouldn't even call it like a repertory theater. It kind of is, I guess. Yeah. Like a local kind of community theater and, um, I'm excited now that they're kind of opening back up and putting shows on their schedules because they had a couple of they, they started getting into showing and I would always bombard their uh, inbox because they, you know, I'm like a, a, <laughs> on their email threads and they'll send it out and they'll say, like, any suggestions, you know, what can we do? And I always would be like, yeah play you know shitty 80s slashers and stuff like that and, uh, i literally just imagine you brian just writing an email just says horror a hundred times horror horror, 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 horror. yeah and i'm just like yeah wh- why are we not um watching the mutilator or like, the dr- everyone in everyone in this small town would love to see the driller killer on, oh on the screen or something um but uh yeah they started playing stuff like that like later in the year like right before COVID hit and i'm like ah oh, fuck 
stuck. So, um, you know, hopefully that that starts picking back up here pretty quick. But I feel like they're trying to like reschedule a lot of their live shows that they had scheduled that they had to cancel for COVID first. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool to have a place like that nearby. So yeah. you're totally gonna have to now that I'm living up that way. You're gonna have to just like be like, yo, bitch, let's like yeah, we gotta hit up horror. a show there. They do some cool yeah. stuff there. I saw, like I said, that thing that we talked about in the last episode when we were talking about George Romero and the guy, you know, who played uh, Johnny in Night of the Living Dead, that was there. We saw that at the Strand as well during That's Living awesome. Dead weekend. So they always do cool stuff there and they do stuff. They they play that movie all the time and have, um, you know, hey, this is, you know, Joe, he lives up the road. He was a zombie. He was zombie number 84, you know what I mean? <laughs> Night of the Living Dead. And he's like, yeah, yeah I showed up with a gun. They gave me some beers, you know. Uh, <laughs> they always, like, don't know what to say. It's super fun, though. Sounds um, so Butler. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's Butler County as fuck. <laughs> um, right on. So hey, I'll, I'll jump into mine. So there's a couple uh, a couple experiences, kind of kind of similar to Steve that I wanted to talk about. One was, like, a formative one. Uh, as like a teenager. And then one was a really awesome experience a couple of just I guess, a few years ago now. One of them was right around that time that Steve was talking about. This would have been 1999. Um, so I was probably, yeah, 13, 14 years old. And uh, I went to see at a local kind of multiplex um, the remake, not even a remake really, but the reimagining whatever 1999 version of House on Haunted Hill. Mm, oh okay yeah Yeah. Uh, and uh went with a group of friends similar situation like friday night bunch of high school kids everyone's hooting and hollering and and laughing and screaming and jumping up and all that sort of stuff just just typical experience a lot of jump scares like very 1999 horror flick right so totally fun having a good time we are at like the climax of the movie like there might have been three minutes left in the runtime and enormous slam of thunder and the lights go black no. oh my god <laughs> we knew there was like a thunderstorm happening outside because it was like looking pretty ominous when we came in for the movie but i mean just like like one of those slams of thunder that that's like amazing rumbles the entire building like that so the the building got struck by lightning literally or oh. a transformer on the building something got struck by lightning and went black and it was pitch black for like what felt like five minutes, but it probably was like 15 seconds um, until like the emergency lights lit up and stuff. And they somebody flipped the, you know, generator on or whatever. Um, but everyone was freaking out. And of course, you're like 13, 14. So you're like, this isn't part of the movie, right? Like the, you know what I mean? Because you're like, like this was before... You know, uh, you know, we, you're you're young, you know, dumb kid. You're like, what what the absolute fuck is happening right now? Everyone's kind of mm-hmm. like screaming and laughing nervously because you actually are really scared. But you don't want like the people you're with to see that you are actually terrified of what is happening. And, and yeah. then the lights came on and then we all just kind of sat there. And then an usher uh, or some sort of theater employee came in and was like, hey, sorry, electricity's out. We're giving refunds in the lobby. You know, fuck off, basically. <laughs> so we, we went out and got a refund. And then we were like, oh, we got, we, we you know, we got it for free. You know, this is great. Uh, we didn't have to pay. You know, we got our money back. And we saw all but three minutes of the movie. And we kind of didn't care about the movie anyway. So uh, that was super fun. I'll never, I will never forget that. Cause I remember my friend, That's Jamie, so my friend, Jamie and I, we were there and we had, you know, there was these, these two girls that we were like hanging out with and they were sisters and we were kind of sitting like boy, <laughs> they're twin sisters actually. Okay. So ah. we were, yeah. So we were sitting boy, girl, boy, girl. Oh, and, okay. uh, you know, kind of like trying to do the, the like hand holding, you know, 13 yeah, year yeah. old yeah. Aw- awkward handhold. Super awkward. And then all of a sudden, boom. And we're like, ah, fuck. And I pissed myself and I'm like, <laughs> I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared. Uh, but it was, uh, I'll never forget. That it was super funny. She broke up with you the next day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was like, this this guy um threw like threw me in front of uh the danger when this happened so he's obviously that boy peed at weather he's gross (laughs) (laughs) peed at weather um listen it was extreme weather steve i only pee for extreme weather um 
but uh, yeah, so uh, the other one, this was this was actually just in 2018. So like I said, I I, um, I travel quite a bit for work. I used to travel a ton in my old gig. So I used to fly out like every week all over the freaking place. And I used to go down to Austin quite often. And um, obviously Austin, awesome place to see shows and live music and all, all types of stuff. So um, I would always love to go to the, the Alamo Draft House when I was down there and, and see movies and, and, you know, eat dinner and drink beer and, you know, all that stuff. So I was down there one time. It was like for almost a full week. And it was in October or it was late September, maybe, you know, it was in the fall. And it's still a thousand degrees because it's fucking Texas. But um, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I was really in the mood to like go and see movies. So I went and saw like three or four movies this, that in that one week um, in the evenings and like in a couple of, I think one of them, I actually went like, back to back and saw a couple of movies, but two of them that really, really stuck with me that happened in the same week. Um, the first one was I saw Mandy um, for, for the first time and holy shit you know, is that a theater movie? Kind of like you said, the Godzilla versus Kong, the sound effects, the insane, immersive droning, you know, uh, just like you're swimming in the fucking sound mm -hmm. design for mm -hmm. that movie. Um, it, you know, obviously helped that I was like stone to the bejesus. <laughs> yeah, I was going to um, add that I feel like it's either that scenario or I, the last time I watched that movie was High on Shrooms and yeah. like that was intense. Oh, that, the entire that is time, and it was amazing. Holy shit! Colors, sounds. I can only imagine being in the theaters. With oh that my situation. god! I felt like I was wrapped in a hundred pound wet warm blanket <laughs> of that movie. Like I was just sitting yeah. in my chair, like just grinning ear to ear just like my uh, entire body was buzzing it was just such I a fucking, fun watch i really do love that movie i do too so and, and it was just on the last drive in this this season um mm. and i hadn't watched it i it came out in 2018 i've probably watched it fucking 10 times still i love uh, love yeah, love, yeah. love that movie and like the shine hasn't worn off of it from that first amazing experience mm. i had with it and um yeah i just remember walking out of the theater just like i will never forget seeing that yeah. movie in theaters. That was one of my favorite theater experiences of all time. And then later that very same week, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to top that, right? What what else is out there? I'm looking <laughs> for, for horror flicks. And a movie pops up that I had heard literally nothing about at the time called Hellfest. Mm -hmm. I don't know if yeah, you've, okay. seen, if you've seen Hellfest seen since then. Yeah, um, It's a really fun kind of, you know, modern modern take on a slasher where they're kind of um at first i thought it was going to be one of these like extreme haunt things like you know hell house llc or something like that mm -hmm. which i did i dig too i like though i like those kind of found footage extreme haunt things that are kind of popping up or even not even found footage but the movie haunt if you saw that that came out a couple of years ago yeah um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's that one's i really really enjoy that one but i thought this was what that was going to be this was before that movie but still i thought it was gonna be one of these like takes on extreme haunts mm -hmm. um, but it was actually like a situation where this group of teenagers are going to this kind of um you know amusement park in the woods sort of thing you imagine it's like imagine taking like knott's berry farm or something like that and popping it into like the pack northwest um, mm -hmm. and, and, and that's where they go, but they've transformed the whole park into like a haunted attraction. And mm -hmm. in college, I used to work at the, uh, all hallows weekends at Cedar point in, okay. in Ohio yeah. and, and work in the haunted houses. And it was like the, one of the most fun things in the world. And so it was kind of like that. Um, so I go and I don't know anything about the movie. And again, you know, I'm uh, not only had I, you know, I kind of, you know, smoked a little ahead of time, but I also was at a, <laughs> this is my old gig. So I do a lot of like beer education and stuff like that. And I was doing a bunch of um, events, educational events at uh, Total Wine, like, you know, Total Wine and more okay. mm -hmm. uh, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. all over, you know, all over Texas. So I was bouncing around and I was, you know, in, in Austin that week. And um, so before I left, the total wine. I grabbed a few little airplane bottles of Wild Turkey 101 <laughs> and I put them in the pocket, 
went in, got myself like just a monster giant Coke and just dumped them in <laughs> and had myself like had myself like a That's one perfect. liter a one liter bourbon and coke uh, throughout the course of the movie and uh yeah by the end of the movie i was just absolutely fucked up oh, yeah, I'm, bro. I'm cabbing around austin so i don't give a shit um, <laughs> and it was so much fun so anyway so this is a great thing i really enjoyed the movie you know it's not it's not a fucking masterpiece but it was it was a fun movie right the thing that made it so fun was a bunch of the cast were in the theater oh, uh, wow yeah they were all theater was complete this was like a tuesday or wednesday night something like that random weeknight there was only like five people in this giant you know this wasn't at alma draft house this was another theater and this big giant megaplex and there's like maybe five or six people down front there's me like dead center and then there's a couple people up behind me mm -hmm. and these people down front are like going off on this movie like they're <laughs> they're laughing they're jumping they're screaming they're slapping high fives and stuff i'm like wow these people are really into this movie they're like having a blast which of course like kind of made me have more you know so i'm yeah. having fun right. too totally i go out and i'm waiting for my uber outside after the movie and i look and it's like a bunch of the cast Oh my gosh! And they're Wait. all taking pictures because I bench. I guess some of the cast lives in Austin. It's mm -hmm. amazing. And this was the first time they had seen it, like on the big screen. Right. Aww. And so, um, you know, I was like, "Hey, that you know, really enjoyed it. That was great." And they were just so psyched. They were like, just. It, they were just on cloud nine you could tell yeah. and uh and i got a couple pictures with them and stuff Aww. and then, oh, that's and then yeah that's and then so hopped cool. and then hopped into my uber and uh and went and passed out of my hotel room <laughs> after that like, <laughs> within 15 minutes uh of, of, get, of getting there so um yeah those were that that was a, a really fun week of just watching a bunch of horror movies uh by myself and getting fucked up in Austin, <laughs> basically. man so. You're keeping awesome weird, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. It doesn't need my help, but it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was super fun. Wait, to bring so. it back to beer, what do you feel about Live Oak? Have you had any Live Oak? Oh lately? my god, love Live Oak. I fucking love, 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 love. like. So Austin, oh one of my favorite beer cities in the world. Yeah. And, and like being on other beer podcasts, that's a question that always comes up. Like, what's your, you know, you know, obviously you're from Pittsburgh, or whatever, but like, what's your favorite beer city? And I'm always like, Chicago and Austin. Mm. Yeah. Or, or underrated beer cities, you know, because sure. everyone, of course, thinks like, you know, San Francisco and, you know, the, the place of Portland, yeah. and, you know, all all of these these great cities. I'm like, I love Chicago and, and I absolutely adore Austin, not only because of Live Oak. I love, love Live, live Oak, but uh, Austin Beer Garden Brewery. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Especially for like a logger. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. I loved that, John. You'll go in there and they have eight beers on tap and uh, and like six of them are pale lagers i'm like this is my this is my this is where <laughs> I, do, I, I do have a slight story just related to austin uh, a few years ago or a couple years ago yeah three i think uh i went to um the national honey board does these like hunt these honey beer summits where they just train you to like hey look at honey and yeah. let me teach you about it and how you can use it in beer better and obviously encourage us all to work with honey more i'm imagining it's like that institute from zoolander but about honey <laughs> um <laughs> how close. to teach you what honey is and also how to do honey good <laughs> and make beer good better <laughs> make good beer better too um but it was probably one of the coolest trip it's like always like it's so wild it's like all expenses paid trip to austin in an awesome hotel get to meet a bunch of brewers but we went to jester king which granted i have to first before i talk about jester king highlight yes live oak amazing it was like the first yeah. place i went to when i got there um yeah uh austin beer garden like oh my god holy shit like blew my mind i love that place and uh but yeah no obviously went to jester king and i ended up coming back and i got chiggers that's not what Real i expected bad. you to say so you were walking Real around bad. like you're walking around barefoot at austin beer garden breweries i don't saying. uh no this happened at jester king we were hanging out oh yeah they're way yeah, out in the woods yeah they're, they're in way the out in the middle of nowhere yeah. and yeah no i got back and i just like was like whoa i got these dots on my legs and then it went from zero to 60 but uh yeah, where's experience in my life in the awesome, the most awesome city I've ever been to? <laughs> I have only had like incredibly beautiful, like such fun experiences. At How Jester many tacos King. have you eaten in Austin? I have eaten many a taco oh in God. Austin, and uh, and and when um, I think I, you probably know Avery Swanson, who yeah. used to be at. So Avery's oh my gosh, wonderful. She's Avery, amazing. Avery, yeah, she's in Chicago now. She's also a, a master cicerone, and she used to run the show there. And yeah. she's like one of the greatest tasters 
like on the fucking planet. So walking around and pulling pins and tasting all these crazy barrels at at uh, Jester King is some some of my favorite some of my ba- favorite beer memories. Period. Frankly, I don't know if she would ever be listening. So my heart goes out to her. I literally during the pandemic drove to and from Chicago for her new beer because yeah. like, in oh, one day, her new one project day, in Chicago, in yeah, one day. It's uh, oh keep, my god, keeping uh. keeping it to, keeping together yeah oh, man. is that yeah, what it's called my yeah, god i'm yeah, right, butchering it. it but yeah no yeah i'm obsessed with like her concepts and her art and her designs and she's an amazing human being oh, we, we the the uh the theater memories episode has morphed <laughs> into the avery swanson episode of halloween is forever um uh, yeah she's everyone's hero we'll just we'll just uh, have oh to gosh, remember to amazing. tag her on social media and then that way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be like what the fuck like, is this is fucking <laughs> podcast and then she listed with like oh i know these dipshits <laughs> I just gush over her shit every single time she posts. Oh, me too. She'll get it. (laughs) Well, awesome. Anything else uh, as far as theater memories or anything else we need to we need to talk on? Do we want to talk about our picks for next week, or we we want to wait for for that episode? Mm, What do we think? I I, I'm cool. I'm cool talking about it. Yeah, I think we should talk about them that way people can watch them ahead of time and you know be, be ready. Yes. Good thinking. Yeah. Steve's the kind of guy who, like, when you want to <laughs> open presents before Christmas, he's like, "I'm going to come up with a rational way to make you feel good about this. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk you right into it." Yeah, no, I, I love the the empowering um, or the enabling. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, so yes. Um, so for, first of all, what we do, and you may have might have caught this if you follow us on uh, already on social media, the Halloween's Forever on Instagram. We ran a um, a poll. Uh, we also did the same over at Hallow at Hallow Forever on Twitter. Um, we'll probably put them on Facebook too in the future as we kind of the the Facebook and the Twitter feeds are new, uh, so we're kind of building up some followers on there. But we're getting some good engagement uh, as well. But we'll we'll pop we'll pop those um, on there. And if you want to drop us a line too, just say hey, like hey, here's a here's a a topic that I want to suggest. We've already got some some pretty cool suggestions already from from some listeners that I want to pop in our uh, our kind of working list of uh, uh, of of topics and things like that. Um, there was uh, a, a couple of really good ones from uh, uh, Carrie Rollins, who's uh, at Stardust Empor- at Stardust underscore Emporium. She gave us a bunch of really good suggestions. That I need to pop on the list still. Um, or or if you want to drop us a line at at Halloween is Forever Pod at gmail.com. Um, but we put those out there and we voted. And like we said on the last mini episode, the winner of that vote of those three uh, kind of topics was religious horror. So we all uh, pretty quickly came up with our, our choices. <laughs> I know for camp slashers, summer camp slashers, we all like waffled and went back and forth for for like days and days. And I was like, no, I don't want to do this. No, I want to do this. It was the first, this. though. You know, it you was. Always, we were always... all very precious about it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. This one, we were all like, yeah, fuck yeah, we're doing this movie. We're doing this movie. <laughs> so, uh, is anybody, I, I guess I can go first. Um, for my religious horror. Um, choice. I am going with um, a, a real feel-good flick in um, uh, uh, oh man, what's the year now? 1980 Is it no, 1990? 1990, yeah. right? I was going to say 1989. 1990 Exorcist Part 3. Yes. You know it. You know it. You love it. It's got fucking George C. Scott. It's got fucking Brad Dorif in it. We're going to talk about it. Hey, um, hey, 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 calm yourself down. Don't have <laughs> oh, there's so much to talk about. It's a sure fire. I'm guaranteeing right now, fucking calling it like the rock. Um, so what what are you guys what are you guys picking? I am I have chosen mother. I'm just going Another with it. I was like, I <laughs> bring the pain. You know, I like to feel hurt all the time. <laughs> I like to feel pain. It's the only normal state I feel. <laughs> so I want to go with mother. <laughs> yeah. As we were talking about it via text and, and Steve, you haven't seen mother yet, right? No, that's the one I haven't seen. I'm so excited. Yeah, we were like, you should watch a little Aronofsky double feature <laughs> with this and Requiem for a Dream and then put your head in the oven because that's what you're going to want to do after these fucking movies. See, I, I, I never liked uh, Requiem for a Dream. Like, No, I watched it. It was like when we were teenagers, it was like the... 
oh, this movie's fucked up. Right, yeah. watch this fucked up movie. Oh, yeah, no, no. I've, yeah, but it always came off as just like a drug PSA to me. So it didn't, I don't know, it didn't <laughs> land. It's just like, oh, yeah, no. it's a really yeah. extreme drug PSA. I don't okay. care. It was the um, same, same thing Jared as like... Jared Leto, guys. Here, <laughs> yeah. here Jared myself, Leto, Jared me. Leto is nauseating to me. I'm sorry. Uh, and we're getting way into it. I appreciate that we're, we're, we can't stop talking about it already. But like, yeah, Jared Leto just, ugh. I only, ugh. Appreci- I only appreciate Jared Leto and switch back That's a- yeah i know he's great in like dallas buyers club i get it he's great he's a great actor there's no denying but that doesn't mean he's not insufferable <laughs> um but yeah so uh yeah that 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 should be a fun fun one yeah. um but uh <laughs> we'll see cool steve what are you what are you picking so mine actually kind of ties into this episode for a second because I originally saw it in a, uh, originally saw it at the Three Rivers Film Festival. Oh wow! Yeah. So like for people who don't know, like Pittsburgh, we get our own film festival around November, and they bring in a lot of different films. Mm-hmm. And there's always a fucking weird one, and this was the weird one of 2013. <laughs> it was a field in England. Yeah. Directed by uh, Ben Wheatley who yep. all of his films are very weird for the most part, um, with the exception of like Free Fire. Free Fire is that's just like an action film, but it's a great action film because the whole... Oh, I never saw that either. The whole film's a shootout. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Like Mexican Mexican standoff for an hour and <laughs> yeah. 35 minutes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. except for nice. it's, it's British-ish, but yeah. <laughs> so Cockney Mexican standoff. Yes. Cockney yeah. Mexican. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I've not seen that yet. I'm really looking forward to it because like we were talking, you know, we were kind of chatting on our, our thread. Um, have heard a bunch about that movie. Have heard it's extremely hard to follow. Um, really just fucked up and deep and crazy. And I'm going to have to probably, like you said, read a ton yes. after mm-hmm. I watch it. Well, yeah, yeah, that'll be my job. My job will to be to read and defend this film. Um, but the... If you liked Mandy, as we talked, and you mm-hmm. like like the other films by Panos Cosmatos, who yeah. directs those films, like his films are the all Beyond visually the Black weird. Rainbow or whatever. Yeah. Or was it Beyond yeah. Black yeah, Rainbow? Yeah, yeah, yeah Beyond yeah, yeah. Black I Rainbow. Really, I like that too. You could just, mm-hmm. I mean, you could just see it was like it almost played like a preface to Mandy mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I really like that one too. Yeah, so Ben Wheatley, he had a lot of his films kind of venture into that. Uh, like you know this one does a field in england does high rise with tom hiddleston is also very okay. weird but a visually arresting film yeah and uh he recently released uh he has a new one kind of coming out i don't know how what the distribution is at the moment but it's called in the earth very very similar film but yeah they're all visually arresting and kind of hard to get into and they all have a backstory that he doesn't let you in on so <laughs> yeah, so you have to read 400 pages on Wikipedia and yeah. read it to understand. Yeah, but um, yes, I'll de- I'll be defending a field in England. So cool. if you want to, before the next uh, m- big main episode that's going to release, we said what June 5th, um, July 5th. If you, or, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, July 5th. Um, if you want to check out uh, a field in England, uh, Mother. If you haven't seen it, and of course, uh, The Exorcist 3, uh, we will be digging into them bad boys uh, coming up here in a couple uh, or in a, basically a week from 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 this episode's release. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, awesome. Anything else on uh, on the mini-sode? No, I'm so excited for our next uh, next meet episode because I feel like we have like such a variety yeah, I think it's yeah. Gonna be really cool. that's a pretty good. I think we were all pretty pumped about like confident about our picks. We were like, these yeah. are three very different movies uh, yeah. to talk about. So mm-hmm. super, super excited about that. So once again, uh, boys and girls, thank you for for checking us out on this week's Halloween is forever. Mini sewed uh, for Halloween is forever. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm Steve. We'll talk to you next time, you bunch of spookies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. That was fucking terrible. I'm I'm here for every ounce of I just what took, you decide to I just do. Took, I just took a big for. deep I just took a big deep breath and went <laughs> Good decisions are made. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.